It's good to see you in the house of the Lord this morning. Amen. Can you stand up and let's give the Lord a hand? Hallelujah. David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. to do, keeping us, uh, Lord, keep us close to the cross in Jesus' name. We're thankful for the cross today, Lord, Jesus' name.
with your kindness chased me down when I was lost where
what the Lord has done. I want you to take some time and just worship Him, church. We're going to sing it. Sing it soft on the music. He touched me. Thank you, God. church we're never the same hallelujah when he touches us he turns dead things to life again when he touches us he takes the sin away and fills us with his righteousness because we have no righteousness of our own church aren't you thankful for the touch of god this morning hallelujah i'm thankful that he can take um, gardens uh graves and turn them into gardens this morning amen hallelujah lord we thank you lord there's nothing better than you Search the world, but it couldn't fill me. Man's empty praise and treasures that fade are never enough. Well, then you came along, you put me back together.
say that this morning. Let's give the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords a hand this morning. Amen, 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 and amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord this morning. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It is good to be back home again. Amen. Praise the Lord. We missed you. We missed you guys. Uh, thank you uh, for praying for us. Uh, thank you. I want to thank the board, and uh, I also uh, want to thank you for allowing us uh, to take uh, that time that time off. Um, we uh, went uh, right many different different places. We uh, went to Sight and Sound, uh, had a great time. We uh, went to church uh, about every Sunday. It sounds like some of you. Now, I went every Sunday, but I got a, a daughter and uh, wife that didn't go every Sunday. Uh, let's do that. Uh, uh. So we had the opportunity to go to uh, different churches, church in North Carolina, Pennsylvania, a couple churches in Harrisonburg and Charlottesville, and just had a great time. Thank you for allowing us to get away to spend time praying and reading our Bibles and seeking God. Uh, Marta has gone to uh, 
Texas and Arkansas to see a couple of her cousins. She'll be back sometime this week. So Tina and I slipped away for three or four days and had a great time together. And we just like to thank you. We missed you. We love you. And once again, thank everyone for your uh, prayers. Honey, do you have anything you would like to? No, you, you, I said it all. Okay. Uh, that, I'll take that because that normally don't happen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How many of you got wiser when they start talking, they keep talking? Yeah. Come on, man, get in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Praise the Lord. I want to talk just for a few minutes on struggles, on struggles that we have in our, we have in our life. Uh, about, I don't know, 10, 12 uh, years ago, somewhere around that, that time frame, um, I had just got done uh, mowing uh, the grass at the, the grass at the house, and uh, men, as you know, when you get done, done either the ride lawnmower or the push mower, uh, after that you uh, weed eat. And so I went to get this, get my weed eater, and my weed eater was kind of uh, kind of old, and uh, I uh, go. Uh, Mix the gasoline for it, put the gasoline in it. And I try to I try to start this thing. And it would start and it would cut off. And so I would prime it again and it would start for a few minutes and I'd try to weed eat and it would cut off. So I got it started and weed eat for two or three minutes, run out of string. By now, I am pretty frustrated with this weed eater. So I, I put string in it, and I try to start it, and it don't want to start. So I try it again. Now, how many of you men have been there? Okay. By now... And then, and still now, I wouldn't fully sanctify. I pick this weed eater up, lay it down, go to Lowe's, and I buy me another weed eater. Come home, mix the gas. I try to start this brand new weed eater, and this thing will not start. And I struggle, and I struggle, and I struggle to try to start this brand new weed eater that I just went and bought. By now, I've tried to weed eat around the house. The, the old one won't start. Now I've got in the vehicle and went to Lowe's to get a weed eater. And the new one that I bring back, it will not start and you guessed it, by now I am really upset. Right outside of my side door, I take the weed eater, and yes, I throw this brand new weed eater down on the ground and bust the tank. Brand new. And I am so upset, I take the weed eater down to the dump and throw it in the dump. Now, I had struggled enough with a crazy weed eater. Struggle after struggle after struggle. Now, how many of you have got frustrated, you men? You, you know, you, 
you, you try to use the tiller and the tiller won't till. You try to use the chainsaw and the chainsaw won't cut. Struggle after struggle. Which reminds me real quick of another short story. I was about 16 years old. And uh, my mom and dad decided that they're going to they're gonna turn our carport into a family room. And so I am working with this masonry uh, company. And at 16 years old. And I'm a laborer, which means you don't lay brick and you don't lay block. You drive a forklift, you mix the mud, you, you do whatever needs to be done. So at 16 years old, I think that I can lay brick. So I tried to work on this, I'm going to lay the wall at the house. Well, that didn't work out too good either. I struggled and I struggled and I struggled. My line was crooked. My mortar had too much sand in it. My brick was crooked when I got done. Guess what? I struggled with laying the wall. How many of you will say, Pastor, how many things in my life have I struggled with? Have I struggled with? Uh, maybe, maybe it's your finances this morning that you're struggling with. You, you, you pay all the, you think you got all the bills paid, and what? Car insurance comes in. You think you got all the bills paid, and you're out of debt, and all these doctor bills start to come. There's not enough money to pay them. So you struggle and you struggle trying to figure out how to take care of it. Maybe it's your health. Or maybe it's your spouse and their health. You've went through one doctor back to another doctor thinking that doctor knew what he was talking about to go to another doctor to find yourself going to another doctor thinking one's telling you you're supposed to take this medicine to another one to take this medicine and you're struggling with what to do. Maybe it's your marriage. Tina and I have went away before and we've got along the whole time we've been gone. When we start back home we get into it about something. Now, there's something wrong with that. I mean, you to be gone three or four days to get along great, and on the way home you get into some type of discussion that doesn't end up the best. Maybe it's your marriage right now that you're, you're struggling with. But I believe that every one of us here, either now or times in the past or even in the future that we have struggled spiritually. That this, there's, there's, this, there's this spirit man and there is this flesh man that is fighting back and forth with each other. 
You're struggling with forgiving someone that has wronged you, that has hurt you, that has did something against you. And constantly, it's this struggle back and forth on the inside of you. Nobody knows it. Nobody can see it. But you wake up every day with that struggle back and forth. They need to be the one that needs to apologize. They need to be the one that says, I'm sorry. They need to be the one to come and make it right. And it's this constant struggle back and forth. The spirit man with the natural man. Fighting back and forth with this struggle to forgive like I need to forgive. And it's a struggle. It's a struggle when someone has did something against you. And you know. That they, they ought to be the one to say that they're sorry. But how many of you like, like me? You've seen people do that. And they walk away like they ain't did. And it's not very good English. But they've not did anything. But you are struggling down inside. To forgive them. You know the Bible says forgive. And if you don't forgive. I don't forgive you. You know the scripture. You want to live by the scripture. You're trying to follow the scripture. But boy are you having a hard time forgiving. Because it is the flesh man. And the spirit man. Warring back and forth. With each other. Maybe it's a struggle with pride. Maybe it's a struggle with pride in your life. It's easy finding fault in everyone else, pointing their sins out, feeling self-pity when you want to be praised, constantly consider others what others think of you. This pride struggle down inside, and I believe at times in our life, we all struggle with pride in our life. It's this, it's this fleshly man and it's this spiritual man that God says, I hate pride. But down inside, it's this tumble, this fight, this struggle, Pastor Steve, that we have. It's the flesh man that's fighting against the spiritual man. Maybe it's the, maybe it's the, the struggle with, with the lust of things. Maybe it's the struggle of someone else has more, <coughs> excuse me, than you have. And maybe it's the struggle that you don't tell anybody, but they're driving the nice car, they're living in the nice house, they're wearing the nice clothes, and you struggle with lusting of having what they have. I think we've all seen things in our life that we wish we had that. Or wish we had this. Maybe it's struggle with men or women. Let's not kid ourselves with the lust of the flesh. Of looking at the opposite sex. 
It's men, women. It's a constant battle between the, the, the natural fleshly man and the spirit man always fighting against each other. And it's that struggle spiritually that we have down inside that's a spiritual struggle that literally wears us out spiritually. How many of you would say we all is either there or has been there? Come on. Come on, every day it seems like this, this fight going on on the inside of us. It's a fight that I sit down sometimes and I feel like I'm spiritually, spiritually tired. Sister Tina, I'm just spiritually wore out. Because of this struggle going on. Well, thank God there was some men and women in the Bible that uh, struggled like this to help you and I figure out how to get through that struggle. Paul said in Romans chapter 7 verse 15 through 20, he put it like this. For I do not understand what I'm doing. For what I do not want, this I practice or do but what I hate this I do what I, I hate sinning like that I don't want to do it Paul says but he says I find myself sinning but if I do what I do not want to do then I agree with the law or the Torah that is good. Verse 17. So now it is no longer I doing it. But listen brothers and sisters. That is, this is Paul talking. But sin dwelleth in me. Come on let's say it together. I know this is not what we want to maybe hear. But let's say it together. Sin dwells in me. Come on, let's, let's say it together. Sin dwells in me. And if you're here, I say this with love. And you don't think that sin dwells in you. We're fooling ourselves. For now, it is no longer I doing it, but sin dwelling in me. For sin is my master. For I know that nothing good dwells in me. Listen to Paul's talking. In my flesh, for no one is present. But do this good is not. For the good, what I want to do, I do not do. But the evil that I do not want, this I practice. But if I do what I do not want, it is no longer I doing it, but sin that dwells in me. Paul tells the Corinthian church,
said, I have been trying to live by the law. I've been trying to live by grace. And he says, I find out every day, every day, that I have this struggle down inside of me. The struggle between the fleshly man and the spirit man, it is a struggle. It is a struggle. Paul said what's really happening here is my flesh is winning over my spirit. Man, think about that. That my flesh man is winning over my spirit man. Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 20 confirms this. This is surely there is not a, listen, there is not a righteous man or woman on earth who does good and listen and says that he, he never sins. James writes in the New Testament under grace, he says, for we all struggle in many ways, all of us. He said, he said, it's all of us. He said, the ones that read their Bible two hours a day and pray four hours a day. He said, I want to tell you, it is all of us. Thank God there is an answer. Thank God there is an answer. Paul said, number one, if you want to walk in the freedom from struggling with the sin that's fighting back and forth in your life, then number one, if you're taking notes, you've got to acknowledge and admit and own up that there is struggling going on in your life. You've got to acknowledge that there's sin that dwells in me. And it's this fleshly man, this carnal man, and this spirit man that's fighting back and forth with each other. You've got to acknowledge, it's me, Lord. It's me, Kevin, standing in the need of prayer. It's not my brother. It's not my sister. It's me, oh Lord. It's not Pastor Steve. It's not my brother. It's not my sister. But it's me, God. I'm telling you, it's me, Jim, standing in the need of prayer. God, it's me. I got to acknowledge it's me that cannot forgive. I got to acknowledge, Lord, that I can't quit lying. I got to acknowledge, Lord, there's lust. I want more things. I got to acknowledge, Lord, that it's me. It, 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 it's me struggling in my life. It's me, God. It's me. I want to point fingers, but it's me. I feel self-righteous. I feel self-righteous. I want to say it's someone else. 
I want to think I'm holy. I want to think I'm righteous. I want to think I got it all together. I want to think everything's going great. I'm reading my Bible and praying and fasting and seeking God, and I'm this big, powerful Christian. I want it that way, but I find myself struggling inside. Yeah, I admit it's me. But thank God when I admit, number two, thank God when I acknowledge that it's me and my transgressions, we can go straight to the fountain of the blood of Jesus Christ. Thank God we can go straight to the cross. Thank God we can go straight to the blood of Jesus. Thank God Jesus made a way of an escape when I struggle with bondage in my life. That's, that's, that's good news, church. That, that's good news. I might struggle. I might have things in my life that God is not pleased with. It might be a struggle with sin, unforgiveness, or something going on in my life. In my fleshly man, in my spirit man, wrestling back and forth. But the good news is, I'm going to head straight to the cross. I'm going to head straight to the blood. I'm going to head straight to Calvary. I'm going to head straight to Jesus. I'm going to head straight to his blood side. I'm going to head straight to the blood that he shed. That's the good news this morning. That's the good news of Jesus Christ. Romans chapter 6 verse 18 says, You have been set free from sin and have become slaves to righteousness. Let's give the Lord a hand. Yeah, let, let me, let, let, let's say that together. You have been set free. Let's say that again. You have been set free from sin. And have become slaves to the righteousness of God. That's good news. Which means... The struggle between my, my flesh man and this struggle between my spirit man, that this, my fleshly part that don't want to either forgive or have a bad attitude or malice or hatred or envy or whatever, you just name it, you just fill in your blank, that, that, uh, that struggle that it always wants to pull me over to that because of the cross and because I've been set because I've been set free I'm now a slave to righteousness that means that that struggle and that sin is not my boss anymore thank god i am free and who the son is set free as free in D. I believe that someone here this morning is going to be set free. I, be, I believe that with all my heart. I believe you've been, 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 been sitting here this morning listening to this message thinking about that struggle in your life right now. And if you're not thinking a lot about it now, Monday morning, 
the devil will make sure that you're, trying, you're struggling in some way. Won't he? The middle of the week, he's going to make sure you're, that struggle is going on and you feel all bound up. You're going to work. You're, you're with your family. It's that, that bound. You're bound Thank God of the cross. Thank God of our knowledge. Thank God for the blood. And lastly, church, you have got to get this. As, I've, as I have fought my own battle, And as I have fought my own struggles, as I have thought at times my, my own righteousness that I think, as I have struggled with different things in my own life where the fleshly man is winning over the spirit man. I try to read more I've tried to pray more I thought maybe just It would just go away. You know, maybe I could just pray a little more and read a little bit more and that struggle down inside would just go away from me. You better hear this pastor this morning. It didn't go away. Because I was leaving something out. I was thinking. You say, Pastor, you're 58 years old. You've been walking with the Lord since you've been a kid. How did you ever? To realize that I can't do it. I can't go to church enough. I can't listen to the Bible enough. I can't pray enough. I can't fast enough. I know to some religious people that all sounds like that ought to take care of it. But for me, it hasn't took care of it. There is someone called the third person of the Trinity. That Jesus Christ told his disciples the same exact thing. If I read it correctly and I'm studying my Bible correctly, he told his disciples the exact same thing. He said, I'm going away. 
And when I leave, I'm sending another comforter. And he will never leave you. And he will never forsake you. And he's going to be your helper. And guys, I want to tell you, it's 12 of you, now 11. Look what Judas went and did. But I want to tell you guys, listen, if you don't allow him to come back, I'm sending him back, but you've got to allow him to enter your life. Because if you don't, all you're going to do is struggle. I've did it all. Listen to this preacher. I have did it all. I've tried to fast it away. I've tried to pray it away. I've tried to counsel it away. I've tried to talk to other pastors and get it away. I've tried to do it all to get out of my life, to find out it's that fleshly man and it's that carnal man fighting against that spiritual man back and forth. Am I saved? Yes, I'm saved. But that takes nothing away from that fleshly carnal man and that spirit man fighting each other back and forth. And the more I try to do it on my own, the more, listen, the more the fleshly man has control. The more the fleshly man is the boss of my life. But if I'll just, I'll just come and say, Holy Spirit, Listen, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. I, I went to church. I was raised in a, you couldn't have been raised in a better Christian home. I have a wonderful wife, wonderful family that prays for me. It's all great. But Kevin, you've tried all of it on your own. When are you just going to fall on your knees and say, it's me, Lord. I don't care who sees me. I don't care who talks about me. I don't care what they say anymore. I don't care. Because on this sabbatical, if it's anything I learned, which I think it was the greatest lesson that I could have learned, Holy Spirit, I need you. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of trying to do it on my own. Because the more I tried to do it on my own, listen, as I closed, the more I tried to do it on my own, the more that I felt self-righteousness rise up. Somebody need to hear that this morning. The more I did it on my own, the more I felt self-righteousness rise up. The Bible tells me that there is none righteous, no, not one, but Jesus Christ himself. None. So Holy Spirit, the good news is, 
The good news is, three quick points. I'm going to run back over them. Three quick points, okay? The good news is with all this struggling back and forth that I have in my life, the fleshly man and the, the, the carnal man and the spirit man, all this fighting back and forth that it's doing, thank God if I'll just acknowledge what's going on in my life and I'll go straight to the cross and to the blood of Jesus Christ and I'll accept His forgiveness and I'll run to the Holy Ghost, I will walk in Freedom. I will walk in freedom. Come on, you can clap better than that. Lord Jesus. The greatest gift on this side of heaven besides the blood of Jesus Christ and you being forgiven of your sins, is the power and work of the Holy Ghost in your life. There is no greater work besides the cross than the power and work of the Holy Spirit. He said, I'm going away, I'm sending him, and I'm going to empower you to live a clean Christian life. Amen? Praise the Lord. Let's stand. I want us to pray. We're going to take communion just in a, just in a few uh, minutes. Did everybody get a communion cup this morning? Did everybody get, praise the Lord. Everybody get a communion cup. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. As soon as we get done praying, I'm going to have everyone to, uh, to, set, uh, to set down just for a minute. Can everybody hear? Can everybody hear me? Amen. So. We get done uh, praying. I'm going to have everyone to sit down just for a few minutes, okay? Father, I want everybody to examine your heart right now because we're getting ready to take we're getting ready to take communion here in just a, just a few minutes. I want everybody. Let's just all look at our heart right now, knowing that we're going to walk in freedom, but we're going to examine our hearts, okay, guys? Father. We look at our heart right now. God, go in right now. What I'm so happy and joyful about is because that I know that the blood and I know that the Holy Spirit is there for me. And uh, this struggle that's been going on in I'm sure all of our lives right now we're asking you to to come in right now take a scrub brush of the Holy Spirit and clean our lives wash our lives take the precious blood of Jesus Christ Satan I want you to hear me say that again take the precious blood of Jesus Christ the redemption power and forgive us and cleanse us right now as each one of us look at our lives we're thankful for the Holy Spirit we're asking you to forgive us of our sins and we are asking the great Holy Spirit do that your own way the Holy Spirit I'm turning my struggles over to you right now come on church the Holy Spirit is the only one 
that can help you win that battle. Holy Spirit, I turn it over to you right now to give me that strength to win that battle. Can you say amen? Let's give the Lord a hand. Just be seated, amen, amen. Praise the Lord. You may be seated just for, just for a uh, minute. We're going to take communion uh, in just a, a second.